The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of The Bad Broadcast. Today's episode is pre-recorded, so I'm just hopping on to do a quick little intro before we begin. It's a very special episode because I am joined today, I guess not actually today, but in today's episode by Jackie Schimmel, who is the host of The Bitch Bible. When I was in LA a few weeks ago, me and Jackie did a little swap. So you can listen to my episode of The Bitch Bible on her feed. And today you get to listen to our episode of The Bad Broadcast. It was so much fun to meet her and record, giving you guys a heads up. I mean, if you haven't listened to Jackie, I don't know what you're doing with yourself, but if you haven't and you don't know who she is, this episode is obviously explicit. We don't often have super explicit episodes over here, but I'm just giving you guys a heads up because, you know, I know a lot of you guys are in the car with kids. Your headphones are off. You're playing over the Bluetooth. I get it. So you might just want to pop an earbud in for this one, but it's so fun. She's amazing. You can listen to the Bitch Bible. It's also a Dear Media podcast, and I believe it comes out every Tuesday. Follow Jackie. And I hope you guys enjoy my episode with Jackie Schimmel of The Bitch Bible. Today is a special day because I have somebody who's unfortunately my hero. (laughs) Wow. No pressure. And now I feel bad for you. You need to find a new fucking hero. (laughs) I really might need to. No, I'm totally joking. I'm here with Jackie Schimmel, who is the host of The Bitch Bible. If you've listened before, it's health, wellness, good deeds. Oh, yeah. You know, humanitarian. Beyond. Philanthropy. Positive vibes. Just and spreading joy. And and that's always what I've gotten from you. No, but <laughs> I, I mean, I'll just start with this, is that I started listening to the Bitch Bible probably, oh my gosh, had to have been seven or eight years ago. Yeah, it's been around a long time. And Too long, some might say. When, when did you start? <laughs> you started like, what, 12 years ago? I've been saying nine, but I'm not great with numbers. And I think it's over 10, actually. Yeah. I, th- I feel like when we met in Austin, I asked you that same thing. I feel like it was like around 10 it's almost or something. A, I think it's like a decade, which yeah. is tragic it is not it is a <laughs> gift it the bitch bible is a gift and i i've i've told jackie this and i said it when we were in austin for the dear media event like i remember listening to the bitch bible and jackie was doing a q a and somebody said what do i do if i want to start a podcast like what and jackie said don't don't <laughs> the ship has sailed you're good we don't need any more and my pea-sized brain said I should start a podcast. That's such a good idea. Anyway, I'm glad you did. Well, it's very, it is very <laughs> surreal to me. I mean, our event in Austin, when I met you and I met Taylor and I met these podcasters just that I had listened to for a long time, I was like, who, who, where's the like practical joke or what are they? Practical jokers? Oh yeah. They're going to come out yeah. and tell me one day, <laughs> like this is a long con. <laughs> you do not deserve to be here. Anyway, so Yeah, this is big. This is a big moment for me. I'm very excited to be here. I feel like I'm kind of like the unofficial godmother of your baby. Yeah. So I was going to say this because not only are we bonded through my delusion, we're also bonded because (laughs) you were the first person (laughs) that I told that I was pregnant besides my boyfriend. 
we went to Dear Media IRL. Is it called Dear Media IRL? I don't know. I like <laughs> refuse to use the term IRL. That makes me want to stab myself in your, the urethra. I'm like so the, embarrassing. the Dear Media event. But yeah. I and we were at this this like pre-dinner thing and you were pregnant. You were you're probably as far along as I am now. I was like fully crowning. I was eight yeah. months pregnant. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's where I'm at. Exactly. I'm eight months pregnant this week. And anyway, everybody was drinking and I was like, I including your girl, including it was our night off <laughs> of being pregnant. And I told Jackie, I said, I think I might be pregnant. And she said, with who? I said, My boyfriend, I think I just met him. <laughs> I think I'm pregnant. It now. was fresh. Yeah. I mean, we got pregnant after two and a half months. And we had only met for like all of 37 seconds. Yes. And you had already like divulged your deepest, darkest secret to I me. I know. And I regret that because I did to you what people do to me that makes me break out, oh. which is, oh, we're so close because I listen to your podcast and <laughs> I know you. But do you know when people slide into your DMs and they're yeah. like, girl, yeah, I went on this date last night and I, and I always want to be like, you need to send this to the group chat. Like right, you need totally. to, I'm not the person for this. My favorite thing in the world is when you're out in the universe and somebody will come up to you like with no context and just be like, you fucking bitch, fuck you, bitch. And I'm like, okay, like how am I going to explain this to the gals at Gelson's? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's just like screaming at me, calling me a fucking cunt. You know, yeah. Can I cuss on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, please. Oh, please. Ooh, be awkward if I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, lost for words. And we'll start now. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> Yeah, like when people are yelling at you and bullying you in real life. Which I love. Yeah. Low-key love. Do you love it? Yeah. You do? I like the friction. And you've actually created like kind of an ideal situation in my mind for like online presence because then when people are mean to you yeah. and then you're mean to them back. When I'm mean to people, it ends up on Reddit. And they're like, oh. Maddie was rude to me in my DMs. And I'm like... It was funny. Yeah. We were going back and forth. It was a thing. Yeah. But then people like expect me to be really nice and open and warm. And I'm like, I thought we were being. You're setting yourself up for disaster, kind of. Yeah. If people expect you to be nice, you got to go in with really low expectations. Totally. With people. There is a Reddit thread that I was only just recently made aware of, of people posting me yelling at them in the DMs. And some of them are quite rude. And I love all of them. <laughs> And I stand by 100%. every like, single one. I always say, I'm like, that's how I talk to like my dad, my sister, yeah. like all of the closest people to me, like usually in all capitals, like shouting via right. text message. So I feel like it's a very authentic exchange. Yeah. Like you would feel like they should maybe thank you. It's not like a gotcha moment. Like yeah. I, I know, I know where I was. I know I was foaming at the mouth. I know I was probably in my crusty pajamas with my like, tits tucked into the pockets, mm -hmm. just like mm -hmm. rapid fire DMing people. And giggling the whole time. Having the best time. <laughs> Literally. What is the most vile thing you've said to your baby thus far? Oh my God. I mean, imagine the worst and then like <laughs> multiply it by 10. I don't know. I mean, I do threaten to drop him off at the fire station on mm -hmm. our daily morning walks. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. pass by one and I try to find the little, there's allegedly like a drop off window. Yeah, I think there's a little, it's like a, like a warming drawer. A warming drawer. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like a Viking warming drawer. Yes. Yes. And yeah, we do walk past it and, you know, I give, him the option. I say, do you want to keep your ass in line and stop fucking crying? Or do you want to go bye-bye? You pick. Yeah. I think life is about options. Yeah. And I'm emboldening him to make his own decision. I mean, his body, his choice. He should get to decide. 
Yeah, you exactly. really should. Exactly. What do you feel? I mean, what what is actually the best part of having a baby? Because I know you do actually want to maybe marry him in some ways. Uh, we are getting married. Okay, yeah. In January. Is we'll, Leo okay with it? Yeah, he's going to officiate probably. Mm-hmm. But we will be wed in the Bahamas come mm-hmm. January mm-hmm. because I think it's legal there. And I'm just thinking for my second wedding, I wanted to go English countryside, but like I can't. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. It's just too much for me to finagle in a short time window. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go like rustic, effortless beach wedding. Right. Yeah. In like a gauzy slip dress. So you and Clyde are vibing is what you're saying. We're we're pretty vibey. Yeah. yeah. Like, like shit's th- happening. Things I, are going well. Oh, my God. I do this thing every morning where he's like, you know, he's looking at me and he's like starting to talk. And then I put my mouth in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Do not cut this out. <laughs> no, I will. I absolutely won't. <laughs> And I just like let it linger. Yeah. And then he kind of like gropes my face. Is there tongue? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. On my end. His or? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like deep cleaning. Yeah. I just am like feeling gu- around for mm-hmm. the teeth coming in. Are there teeth coming in? There is a tooth. There's a tooth? There's something happening. Isn't he a July baby? He is. But they start to get their teeth around four months and he's almost there. Okay. So he's he's is like what? Mid- is he a Leo? He's off by two days. What is he? He's a cancer, but oh, I do kind of love a cancer. That's okay. A cancer man. I do actually really, I do really like, yeah. I feel like there's some men in my life that are cancers. Soft and sensitive. Soft, sensitive, feely. Yeah. And I do really, unfortunately, kind of love it. I do too. All my best yeah. friends are cancers, which is like off brand, but yeah. I do well with a cancer. So yeah, things are going great. Yeah. Hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. And I'm obsessed with him. The yeah. best thing is the first two months, nobody says this because they're like, enjoy it while it lasts. Like, there's nothing more special than the newborn phase. Those women can fuck off and suck my dick. It's awful. So my best friend has a July baby. And like, uh, come August, we were chatting and she was like, really keeping up like a really good attitude. She was being awesome. And I was like, you can tell me. You can <laughs> yeah. tell me you don't like this very much. Like, yeah, it's OK for oh, you yeah. to say the newborn because it's essentially a Tamagotchi. You're feeding changing keeping it like the switch turned on and that's kind of it i do believe there is a like a hybrid of women Mm -hmm. that really do enjoy it Mm -hmm. i don't personally understand those people because i find that to be just like kind of broken and psychotic it's torture to a degree yeah you're not sleeping the fuckers are always screaming their heads off there's just like such a disconnect it was not for me I was cosplaying like being a mom. Which honestly, not a bad idea to no. to be like, this is an act. Totally. This I is was an like, act to get through it. Yeah. I'm like, like <laughs> LOL, <yeah>. car seat. <laughs> woo. Like, yeah. And I, yeah, just survival during the first two months. I had a hands off approach. Mm-hmm. Like I just knew that this wasn't like really my thing. I did my skin to skin. You know, all the things you're supposed to do. The fucking flashcards. I mean, imagine me with a goddamn... Flashcards? Flashcards. What flashcard? I don't know. Like a high definition black and white flashcard to like encourage stimulation in the brain. I don't know. This is... I'm I'm giving... I did that. I'm giving birth in Utah where they deliver a new baby like every 45 seconds. So they don't give us anything special. Don't buy the flashcards. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It's a hoax. It's ridiculous. I was sitting there in front of him being like... Look like Miss Rachel yeah. gone rogue. You know what I mean? <laughs> Doesn't do shit. But I was like trying to like mm-hmm. play the role. I put a thong on a week after giving birth because I just wanted to like feel something. Yeah.
This episode of The Bad Broadcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's the end of the year. The sun is going down sooner. We've got less light. We've got more cold. And sometimes that can affect our moods, even amid the holidays, even when there's a lot going on, a lot of things that should feel cheerful and bright and happy. Sometimes they don't feel that way. Sometimes it can trigger anxiety or sadness. And that's so, so, so normal. This time of year can be a lot. It is definitely natural to feel that way. You are so not alone, but adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. And that's where therapy can come in. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change. It can be something to look forward to. It can make you feel grounded. It can give you the tools you need to manage everything. It can just be a safe place to vent. That's what I love about therapy. That's what I use it for. I just want a safe, unbiased person who can listen to me vent and give me some tools to help me get through it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. It kind of just eliminates all the speed bumps in getting started in therapy. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bad today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash bad today to get 10% off of your first month. Are you single and struggling with dating or in a long-term relationship and want to take that next step? Or maybe you've been together with your partner forever and you want to spice things up. We Met at Acme is a dating podcast for you. And I really hope you come check it out. I'm Lindsay Metzelar, and we have so much to talk about together. So check out We Met at Acme wherever you listen to podcasts, and I can't wait to meet you. I forgot to bring this up, and I'm I'm glad that we're recording this because I need some solidarity here. Sure. I pee so much. Yeah. My labia is so raw yeah. from wiping. Yeah. I feel like I am. Are you using sandpaper? Like, could we get some Charmin? Well, What's it's happening? like sometimes I'm at Target and like I've got to go and like that's my only option. You use a paper towel or what? No, I'm using the <laughs> One Ply Scott's brand. Yeah. yeah. It's exfoliating my labia menorah. Right. And I feel like I'm. Like, you know, when dancers like try to callous their feet so that they can dance. Yes. I feel like that's what my body is trying to get me to do. It's trying to get me to prep for the fact that it's about to be shredded. Mm. But like, I can't function. I'm raw. Interesting. I did not have raw labia. I did urinate like 500 times a day, which was very new for me because I'm like kind of more camely in my hydration situation. Mm. But yeah, the pee thing is very, very, very irritating. Yeah. And then, I mean, it just made me think of it when you said put a thong on. If it's not silk seamless underwear, like it hurts. I'm in pain. Interesting. So the fact that you put a thong on near a delivery date. Disgusting. Like I can look back at it now because I'm removed from the situation. That was me fighting for my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you were grasping at your identity. You were like, I must, I'm like, I must remember like, shoving my poor body into jeans that definitely were not fitting. And I was just like, we're putting on jeans. I'm getting a blow dry and I'm yes. having a martini. And then I just, I mean, I was miserable. What was the state of your pussy post thong? 
You know, it was less about the puss and more about the asshole because Mm. I was dealing with some hemorrhoids. So if you can imagine like a little piece of dental floss just dodging the Mm -hmm. growths on my asshole. Like I imagine it was like a very jagged. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I think that was more the trouble zone. But I will say that things in the undercarriage, in the vag, bounced back pretty well. I have had... Many, many friends say they maybe they're just lying to me because I'm pregnant, but I have confirmed with them that they enjoy their post birth vagina more than their pre birth. Yeah, I can co-sign on that sentiment. I don't have any problems. Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns. People will ask me like, okay, well, what's your plan with this? What's your plan with breastfeeding? What's your plan with delivery? With all oh, which things. is so hilarious, by the way. What's your birth plan? I don't fucking know. I'm like, I get the baby out. Like you can't have a fucking plan. I'm like, I could. Do you understand that? Like, I I was literally thinking this on the plane here. I was like, it could happen right here, right now. I know. Like it literally could. There's no way I could know. Anyway, so I have I have no plan. I have no I mean, I have hopes, but the plan, the word plan feels like it's taunting. Going blind. It's the evil eye thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's is that a Jewish thing? The evil eye? Yes. Okay. I actually learned about this. Tell me if this is true about buying baby things before the baby's born. Oh, it might be an orthodox thing. I think it's more orthodoxy, okay. which I'm not super well versed in. Yeah. But I do know that Jews are pretty superstitious. Mm-hmm. So like you're not supposed to name your baby after someone who's still alive. Like that's like not that's like really? a poor taste mm. for the Jews. Is Clyde named after someone? Yes. He is. Are they alive? <laughs> Surprise. No, no, they're long dead. And okay. it was like a very distant family name. And we yeah. found out it was a family name way after we picked. Them. Oh, OK. So it's so, like, yeah, it's like a family name ish. Yeah. So the yeah. But it's the, a basketball player that my husband <laughs> likes, to be totally honest. I'm like, it? yeah, it's like a jazz musician and a basketball player and a lion tamer that we love. I mean, that's the trifecta of careers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> jazz player, lion tamer, basketball player. Exactly. I was going to ask this actually when we were talking about signs. What sign is your husband? Aquarius. Oh, OK. Yeah. Do women believe that he's in love with them when they chat? I don't think so. Okay. He's not. Is he is he flirty? I guess is the he's word. He's really not flirty. Mm. He's kind of like bro-y. Like he can do the Yenta mm. thing with girls because he's married to me. Mm-hmm. But he's very much so not flirty. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going off of the one Aquarius man that I know that I think wants me. Deeply. Oh, really? Like it's my friend's husband. And I'm like, he likes me. I don't know. <laughs> he's just like a nice, normal guy. And I'm like, I can't. He just like asks you questions about your life and is like somewhat kind. He like texted me congratulations. And so I'm like, into me. It's I'm like, terrible. Aquarius men need to chill around totally. me. Okay. But I do that with every Zodiac sign. Like I know one yeah. person and I'm like, that's every one of them that I know. What are you? A Libra. Oh, okay. That works. See, what would you, what would you describe? How would you describe Libras? I get along with Libras. So that's basically it. Yeah. Wait, are you, wait, are you a Leo? I'm a double Leo Scorpio rising. You are? Psycho. Oh my gosh, a double Leo. Wait, so are you a June baby? I'm an August baby. Oh, it's the one after. So yeah. Okay. Okay. You're August what? 18th. 818 baby. Oh, that is a good. Kendall. 818. That's right. Watch the fuck out. I feel like when I read about Libras or I people tell me about them, I feel like I'm like, yeah, that feels like me. But I don't know if it's a case of like, I just am changing my personality to be that. Mm. And then somebody said, that's what Libras do. 
And I said, there's all the proof I've ever needed. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So I don't know. But my kid will either be a Sagittarius if she comes early, which I don't know. But I just, you know, you hope. Yeah, totally. That this is going to be cut short, but probably a Capricorn, which I know nothing about. Oh, I fuck with Capricorns. I know that Peyton Sartain, I think, do you know her? She has a podcast here. The big, big, big crush on her. Oh, okay, great. She is awesome. And then, did I meet her in in Austin? I'm sure you did. I yeah. spoke <laughs> to no one. <laughs> it was a dark time. I literally, I met it nobody. Was, they, she was on like the health and wellness panel. Okay, they separated I us. That we one. were quarantined <laughs> from the health and wellness panel. Missed it. <laughs> they were like, "Don't let them near the actually helpful people." Right. But Peyton, and then another host, JC, who's who's just we were friends before this but anyway she's also a capricorn so i'm like no i don't want to meet anymore because yeah. i like the ones i know wait capricorns are born in january january not, not in march no march is pisces pisces yes. oh, okay got you got you march is pisces february is aquarius right, right. is, is yes. andrew a february yep yeah valentine's day is he Ugh, he is, is. Flir- that lines up with my theory that they all are in love with me yeah. Do you feel that way about just like only Aquariuses or just like men I, in general? No, just that one man. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's really going to be narrowed down. So I hope your friend's listening because she needs to know that her husband wants to fuck you. It, she should know. I literally told her at my baby shower. I was like, you know how he gave me ice cream at your house the other night? I think like, he, FYI into it. He thought about me at the store. Like Probably. he was really considering me when he got that ice cream. It's cute. It was cute. So yeah, she she will probably come in January, which is awesome we will be in the middle of a eight-month winter in utah Oy. so okay yeah so All right. i don't know if we're gonna be okay but we're gonna try yeah we're gonna try because people are like well you'll go on walks and stuff and i'm like where where would you like me to go it will Ugh. be a tundra in oh the middle of God. utah i know so when people say they have summer babies i get really jealous yeah but then you're just sweating your tits off I had a yeah. summer baby and I was so hot. Were you sweaty your whole pregnancy? No, but towards the end, I mean, it was like a heat wave. It was like 100 degrees and I would just go to a here. sad mall and I'd just walk around the mall. Yeah, but mall AC. Fucking slap Something. What's your home mall? Wait, do you live in the valley? I live in the valley. Okay. So my go-to mall would be the Topanga Mall, which okay. is a fantastic mall. Mm-hmm. I was actually just there this weekend. <laughs> I hope no one ever... <laughs> looks at this security footage. So I've been going to this mall my whole fucking life. Okay, yeah. it's to die for. They run a routine like security check for the, you know, just like the PA system. Mm-hmm. They do it every Saturday at noon. Okay, I know this somewhere deep in my brain, but I was, you know, trolling the shoes. You have selection. to be really frequenting a mall to know their security cam sweep. I, exactly. Time frame. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while because I really don't like taking Clyde to this mall. It's just they got like burglarized a few weeks ago with like 40 dudes. And it's just it's going through a rough transition time mm-hmm. right now. They mm-hmm. need to beef up security, whatever. So I ditched my child and I was looking for like a sensible teen mom knee high boot. One that like ridges in the front. Right. Because I need that. As one MILF does. Exactly. And or maybe like a flat thigh high. I don't know. I was just like experimenting. And all of a sudden, like all my shoe boxes come and then the sirens start going. And it's like, this is an emergency. Please locate your nearest exit. Do not take the elevator or the escalator. Well, you had Please. Clyde or no? No, I did not. Oh, you did have not Clyde. have Clyde. Okay. Thank fucking God. Okay. The shoes are coming towards me. Okay. I had something to go to that night. Really needed a knee high new boot. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I had this moment where I was like, okay, am I going to just sit 
and try this boot on really, really quick. Check out really, really quick and then hightail it to my car. Or am I going to fight for my life and run yes. top speed <laughs> like I'm training for the fucking Special Olympics? <laughs> Don't cut that out. Don't cut that out. Don't cut that out. And get into my fucking car and bolt. And when yes. I tell you the second that light started going, you're like, this is an emergency. I saw my whole life flash before me. Okay. okay. I started thinking about my cute little baby that, yes, I do think about dropping at the fire station here or there, but that I ultimately love. You know what? Every if every mom who says they wouldn't get rid of their kid at one moment or another. Dirty is liars. Lying. Dirty lying. liars. Lying. The moral of this story is that I selflessly abandoned the knee high boots when I tell you that I was sprinting, my weave was half out of my head. <laughs> one tit like fell out of my bra. I was shoving people. Did you have shoes on? Yes. Okay. okay. I mean, I slid those fuckers yeah. on. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh God, there's an elevator. There's an escalator. I valeted on the other side of the fucking mall. This is a huge ass mall. Hey. I was shoving children. Okay. I was kicking strollers. I was kicking dogs <laughs> running to my fucking car. Like the world was ending. I was like, shit's hit the fan in the Topanga Mall. Got a bolt. I've got a baby now. And yeah. I was just like frantically running. And I was looking around and everyone was just kind of like, I don't know if I like those flats. Like mm, I need a new Charlotte Tilbury lip. And here I am. And you were like, are you not aware? I was like, guys, shit's hitting the fan. We got to fucking go. Yeah. And it was so embarrassing. And I'm just like thinking back to me running. Was it a drill? It was a drill. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I got to the valet, I was like trying to, you know, pay and request the car yeah. as I'm running. And it was like, chaotic. And then I'm I get to the valet. I'm like, oh, my God. How do you guys get my car so fast? Why is everyone? You guys got to go home. You're like you need a ride. Like and they're like, no, they do this every fucking Saturday, bitch. It was just a test run. And I was like, I didn't catch that. Did you reenter to try on the boot? Was there no, at that there point was no I was shame. too embarrassed. There was a lot of shame that, involved. <laughs> all the damage like that I left in my wake. I couldn't go back. Like I kids, was... kids bleeding behind you. <laughs> kids bleeding. Salespeople like grasping at their legs. Yeah, yeah it was not. You, you couldn't go back. I was too embarrassed. And now I like can't even get the fucking boots. Yeah, I would actually like to see if somebody does work at the Topanga Mall and does have the footage. Though. Yeah, please, please send it. There was one vivid memory of me just like running down because like, I know the shortcuts. Yeah, I've been going there my whole life. Just sprinting down like a long staff only marble hallway, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just bleeding out, <laughs> bleeding out. Do you blame Clyde for your increase in? Yes, like maybe your survival instinct. 1000%. Do you really feel that way? Yes. Like you feel like you want to be alive more now. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> like maybe life has something more to offer. Right. It's not like, just about me and my knee high boots. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't like thinking of a world where my life is not all about me. You know, there's a way which you can tackle motherhood where it's still mostly all about you. I do think that people, there are ways to make it about you. I found ways to make other people's kids about me. Exactly. Exactly. No, same. Other people's pregnancies are about me. Other people's, like, I've really finangled my way into making it all about me. And, and don't it's been you great. find <laughs> that that makes you less of a dangerous human because you're just like so into yourself that it's not like. I, okay. No, honestly. I cannot imagine caring so much about what any other person does ever. Oh, yeah. Like ever. 
ever. Like if I see something on TikTok, on Instagram that I hate that somebody yeah. does, I think about it for, I would argue less than five seconds. Yeah. And then I never think about it again. Yeah. And when people think about things that I do or other people do, my friends do, when they think about it for a long time, I'm always like, you need to see a doctor first. For sure. And you also need to up the narcissism a little bit. Crank it up. Like, because the more you think about yourself, the <laughs> less critical you are of other people. And why do you care so much about what anyone else has ever done ever? Totally. I, I it's, it's insecurity thing. I just can't think of a decision any person has made on the internet that I care about ever. I think a lot about Bethany Frankel and I care a lot about it because it mm. just confuses me. And it's actually not about Bethany Frankel. It's about myself because it, I loved her so much. And now I don't trust my own judge of judgment. character because of how rogue she's gone. Really? So is, it, nothing is, it the, is it the TikToks? Oh, it's all of the fucking things. Is it that she hasn't wiped her phone camera off in in so long? She has a thin film. Yeah. Every time I see a Bethany Frankel TikTok, I just think your shirt is there for, re you have to wipe that just, camera off. Just By the way, maybe you could do a lens wipe review. Yeah. No, I've never thought about anything anyone does on the internet except the minutia of right. Bethany Frankel's camera. Exactly. <laughs> but like never in the history of social media have I like wanted to like write a negative DM. Uh, okay, this, this is what I was going to ask. Have you ever sent an unprompted never. negative DM? Do you leave bad reviews? Only one on Yelp. It was to a childhood teppanyaki restaurant. Mm, okay. And I felt really strongly about it because like I just wanted to go there and feel something with the onion tower yeah. and like a ginger salad. It was approximately seven years ago. And I was so just disgruntled mm. by the experience that I did leave a pretty lengthy review. And it's probably my best work. Well, I have a more shameful Yelp story. Okay. I went to aesthetic school like this was probably five or six years ago. Ooh, for like what? For like glam, for a lash, for mm, hair? No. So I was going to be like a like a waxer, a facialist. <gasps> nice. Like, oh, that, I was going to work in a spa. Like that was my plan. Love that. So I got a job right out of school at like the front desk of a spa. You wanted to wax people's vaginas. Yeah. And honestly, I still would now. Okay. I kind of I kind of would love to like do it. Sometimes I'm like, should I just quit all this and just start waxing assholes? Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. I don't know how far you got in the program. I finished. Okay, can you wax an asshole with hemorrhoids on it? You're going to have to ask a more practiced. <laughs> can someone Google that? More practiced hands. Okay, got it. It feels like it feels like a big no. Okay. Are you shaving? No. I had laser, so oh, just like okay. it's kind of just like, you know, the sporadic. A sporadic. Yeah. I'll, little Ashkenazi. I'll, I'll ask the audience. I'll phone Can a, someone let me know. I'll phone a friend and let you know about the hemorrhoids. I think they're gone, to be fair, but I don't really know because I don't want to like look. Yeah. Well, I took a mirror. Okay. So I took a mirror down. Don't let me forget my Yelp story, but I, I, took, I took a mirror down there the other day. Yeah. Because everything's darkening. My nipples are darker. And I was like, I just want to see what the state of my labia is. Mm -hmm. My vagina looks like the rim of a dog's mouth that is black. Yes. Okay. That's what it looks like right now. Yeah, no, I, I got you. Yeah, I saw a picture of a dog and I thought uh, it was like a bloodhound with like the saggy cheeks and like the black rim. Yeah, that's what my labia looks like right now. I can relate. Yeah. So anyway, so I worked at a spa. So I was yeah. I was working at the front desk of a spa and a lady wrote in a review about me specifically a Yelp review on the spa which who reviews anything on Yelp that's not food. I don't know. But she left a review about the spa about me. And this is like one of the shames of my life. I'm actually really embarrassed about it. But it was like I called 
And Maddie, who worked at the front desk, she made me feel so stupid. She didn't answer my questions. She was so unfriendly. She was so basically everything bad you can say about a customer service person. What a cunt. Yeah. So I got pulled aside by my boss. They made me read like a teamwork, how to win friends and influence people adjacent book. Okay. Like how to like be a human being. They, I had to do like one-on-one coaching with my my bosses to like learn how to speak. And I was like, first of all, I'm great at customer service. Okay. Yeah. Like I am so pleasant. Yeah. That woman needs to look inward. Yeah. That's they, a her thing. They made me message her. No. On Yelp and sit, like this lengthy apology. Like, I'm so sorry that I did this, whatever. And she messaged me back May of 2023. So not seven months ago. This happened in 2000. 18. Oh my God. And she just messaged me back. And I thought, I've been waiting for this moment. I sent one of the most poisonous messages that I've Fuck ever yeah. sent. Third trimester. Let's fucking so go. I sent, so I, because I'm like, why do I have a message on Yelp? Like, who's going to message me on Yelp? Yeah. It's from this woman. I shouldn't even say it was that horrible. I didn't call her names. I didn't. But I said your definition of horrible is probably it's, like it's light and fluffy for was, me. <laughs> I ended with I Venmoed her for. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. <laughs> but I, it was it was really mean. And I basically said that, like, I quit that job because of her. And I had a horrible experience because of her, whatever. And she messaged me back and I didn't open it. And I deleted my entire Yelp account. I was like, she's going to find my podcast. <laughs> she's going to call Dear Media. <laughs> wow, because like, you think you broke her? I, no, I just was like, I don't even know. You didn't need the toxicity? I didn't need it. And I was like, right after I sent it, I was like, who am I? I just spent 15 minutes of my one wild and precious life on this. See. <laughs> on this woman. I have to retract my previous sentiment. Okay, what? Like, I would never unpromptedly like message someone something negative yeah but like if you tussle with a tiger i'm gonna take it way too far okay yeah but not because i'm bothered because i'm bored you know what i mean yeah and it's like here's my thing with messaging okay i even feel this way about blocking people yeah i don't block people i don't block people ever because i'm like i don't feel that you deserve my that's time. such a statement yes sometimes you know what i do do i remove followers that's a vibe because i'm like i just like you're not it's not important enough to me to block you sure but just like you should have to walk of shame back to my profile and refollow me yeah yeah like and that's embarrassing for you i like a k and then whatever their first name is which maybe requires a bit of research and then a period yeah, that. And I say, yeah, or an okay, yeah. I do. I always do an okay, sure. Like when people are like, you need to really make sure that you do this and this and this on the podcast. I'll be like, yeah, okay. Like, sure. Yeah. I love, love, love replying to people. <laughs> like it is, I'm not even going to fucking lie because someone's going to go and just like get all the screenshots. I love it. I don't, I'm like glowing talking about I it. I don't know how to not. It's so fucking funny (laughs) i if i can reasonably like get to the dm and read it and open it and it's something like podcasting is is weird (laughs) and i i brought this up when when i'm like yeah people come up to you like they know you because there's something like intimate about listening to a podcaster sure it's like you're on the phone i've told myself that it's like you're on the phone with them and so people really build this parasocial relationship which to be honest, I really do like in a lot of ways. I do too. Because you're like, yeah, this is the point where chit chat and we're shit talking like this is fun. Yeah. But then when people are like way overstep what that relationship really is. Sure. And you're like, 
okay. Like, yeah, like you're saying, people are who are overly critical, people who like anyway. But I don't know how to not respond when it's something so ridiculous. Like when people are being stupid, I feel like an internal pull to tell them that they're stupid. Yeah. Like, I feel like they should know that they're really fucking stupid and life's going to be really difficult for them. Well, I just had my baby shower over the weekend. Mm -hmm. It was gorgeous, amazing, lovely. Everything was perfect. And I had a girl message me and she said, looks like a lot of fun. Too many water bottles. There's too many plastic water bottles here. Can you give me her information? It's luckily in my request. So she didn't see that I opened it because if she had gotten a scene that I probably would have responded. No, don't give her that. But give me her information. Okay, I will. Because like I, I have will. a lot of free time on my hands these days and yeah. I would like to respond for Okay, you. yeah. Like that so, would be, I'm not even joking. Like I will do that tonight and I will think that is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. I was literally like, so the celebration of my child. Yeah. With all the women I love and care about was just not quite up to your standards because yeah. we had a 24-pack of Costco water bottles. I'm going to go to Costco. I have been to Costco in about 18 years, but yeah. I'm going to go to Costco and I'm going to buy 18 huge surplus economy size packs of mm-hmm. water bottles. And mail them to her. And mail them to her. <laughs> no, literally. If you think that I'm like not that kind of bitch, by the way, like that is something I would actually do. No, and you would enjoy it. I would fully see it through. It would take so much effort, more effort than I would put into like anything that actually <laughs> like matters. But I would do something like that. Yeah, like you're going to get like a nanny for this moment. Yeah, so exactly. I'm going to be this. like, Caitlin, I'm going to need you to come a little bit early. I got to hit Costco <laughs> right when it fucking opens. And I need to go to you hall to rent a truck yeah. so that I can, you know, bring these to UPS for overnight delivery. Right. So yeah, when I see messages like that, I don't know how to not respond because I feel like if I'm not going to tell them, who's going to tell them, you know, it's philanthropy. Yeah. It's charity work in some ways, because mm-hmm. I always want to say I'm delivering this information to you via DM. Yeah. You could get it at work. You could get it from your romantic Google. partner. Yeah. Like I'm the most gentle. This is the most gentle delivery I can give you. Yeah, exactly. You know, shit like this, like is why I don't sleep at night because yeah. I get on a hamster wheel and mm-hmm. I'm like, how in the world? People are too trigger happy to just, you know, really that's too many water bottles. Your name's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Let's take pause. Let's take a breather mm-hmm. and let's just like maybe I don't know, consider some other options cerebrally. Yeah. So you don't look so fucking stupid. Yeah. Some days don't make me bully you. Don't make me bully you because (laughs) if it's not your first day on the internet, you have no excuse to be sending me any of this. Tell me if you ever do this. Like I respond to people and I'm like, Kate, that was obviously kind of mean. I'm wondering if they send a screenshot to their group message. And if they have friends who say, why the hell would you ask her such a dumb question? Or if they have friends that say, oh, she was overly mean. I... My eyes just twitched at that thought. <laughs> Me too. I I think that people that have the nerve to like say mean things on the internet probably don't associate with a lot of no people, mm-hmm. which is why they're so emboldened for their toxic feedback, unwarranted mm-hmm. feedback. Mm-hmm. So that type of behavior lends itself to a human that just kind of cuts ties with people that give them actual I have I I have thought that like people who do spend a lot of time online or on reddit or whatever like shit talking and every time I just think oh you don't have a group message you don't have a group chat yeah yeah, you don't have because my group chat is if my group chat ever gets leaked I'm I'm like canceled I'm in prison. Same. I'm in prison. Oh, me too. Like, and so are they. So we yeah. have this mutual agreement that if this ever, I'm like, I don't even need you guys to sign anything because if you guys leak what I said, I'm going to leak what you said. And we're yeah. all going to jail <laughs> like immediately. Yeah. 
Totally. And so, it, and, but when people are online, I'm like, oh, you don't, you don't have that. You don't have a group message, a trusted circle of morally bankrupt friends. Yes, exactly. Yes. And you need those friends. Well, you do. And you need. Yeah. Like I, I feel like my group message, there are things that people will say and we'll be like, was that? And it's like, no, it's the group message. It's fine. It's fine. This is safe. It was it was horrific. What right, you said like, was too far. Yeah. Like yeah. what you said was one of the worst things I've ever heard. But you know what? It's the GC. So we're just going to have to let it be. OK. Yes. What happens in the GC stays in the GC. <laughs> no. Big whoop. Who cares? Who's, who's your favorite group chat? I've got some really, really name good drop ones. every single one that you have. Really, <laughs> I have really good ones. I have to know. OK, so I've got like. My girlfriends, all yes. with kids. That's pretty tame. Mm -hmm. I have, <laughs> I'm not going to say the name of it, but I have a very, very spicy one with Heather McMahon and Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> that is not socially acceptable. <laughs> that episode. <laughs> it's probably. I do remember that episode. It's not good. I think it's, you guys call her J-Lo the whole episode. Yeah, we called her J-Lo, Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> We were on a trip and me and Heather were podcasting and she was like, hey, can I like watch? Yeah. But we're like, listen, bitch, like you've got your publicist. You're like a movie star. Like you can't talk on mic. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, first of all, you don't want to. It's a bad look for you. <laughs> Secondly, like you're welcome for us barring you for protecting. We're protecting your well, reputation by yeah. like not aligning us as you know friends right yeah we just kept making jokes about like yeah we're just we're here with our you know field correspondent jennifer garner people didn't really get the joke like mm. at all and people didn't know that it was her for a that long makes time. me feel better than everyone that i got the joke no people like didn't understand what was going on because in the middle of recording i think it was on it was on my podcast she was yeah. on her phone and she saw that Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck were like spotted together. Mm. For, Shocker. Which was like a huge, it was a <laughs> yeah. breaking was news. Was it a moment at, at that point? Yeah, they had not been together since fucking G-Lee. Oh, because now I this see was, Benefer content and I'm Yeah, but this was involuntarily. right when they got back together. Oh, this is years okay. ago. This is okay. like four years ago. And she's like, oh my God, breaking news. And we're like, bitch, we're fucking recording a podcast here. We can't <laughs> cut this shit out. This was due yesterday. Yeah. And then she like announced that they were together, whatever. So then people knew she was on her podcast. But besides that, that's irrelevant. That group chat is fucking that disgusting. Is, that is, <laughs> <laughs> there is That's some. a good one. And then like me and my best friend, Max, that's pretty atrocious. Lots yeah. of screenshots. That's probably like the worst one. The screenshots are the most damning thing in my group chat. I would say the things that I screenshot and my commentary on them yeah. are really, really vile. Yeah. Especially like during pregnancy. I don't know if you found yourself doing this. Like me and my girlfriends have sent like a lot of really disgusting photos of our bodies to each mm, other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't need those to like resurface. Like I have photos of like my girlfriend's assholes that I don't ever. <laughs> that you didn't want in the first place. I didn't, I didn't want them. I didn't want them. <laughs> but em. we have them. And we have them. Yeah. A lot of my screenshots are, well, I, I subscribe to OnlyFans whenever I'm curious. Probably oh. spent I mean, I write it off. It's a business expense. Absolutely. But I will subscribe if I'm curious. Like, I'll sure. see people that I went to high school with have an OnlyFans. I'll buy it. I want to see it. I've never been on OnlyFans. It's, well, first of all, if Harry Jowsey is listening, he has the most overpriced OnlyFans. His sex tape is like $65. Can I, I don't, can I tell you? I don't know who that is. Okay. You would recognize him. You would recognize, he was on. Is he a TikToker? He's like a TikToker now. He was on 
too hot to handle. I never watched that but show. But he, now he's on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I really don't watch that show. <laughs> but I promise you, I promise you, you'll how know. How is Dancing with the Stars still, like, that's still on? This is how I felt. And then, okay, this is him. Does he look familiar? Like, he looks like every guy that was ever in a fraternity yeah. at ASU. Yeah. So, kind of. Yeah. Like, I, somebody asked me who, like, my favorite Love Island person was. And I was like, Harry. And they were like, wrong show. And I was like, oh, he just looks like every. I would never have sex with him. I might. Just like a hot take. Like I'm I'm so deeply. I mean, gun to your head, you're not gonna have sex with him? I mean, if like the future of civilization was like, you know. All right, well, his OnlyFans. I don't want to fuck him. Yeah, go on. His OnlyFans. Well, no, let me answer your dancing with the stars thing. I was so out on dancing with the stars, and then Harry Jowsey uh-huh. got partnered with a girl from Utah, which is like Utah breeds dancers. There's like eight people on Dancing with the Stars that like grew up in my county. Yeah. So I was like, I got to watch this. And now I am somehow don't look at who I voted for because I vote. I vote on Dancing with the Stars. Is this more shameful than my Yelp review? Or my it's Yelp definitely message? more embarrassing. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll just keep You're like, I'll come keep, on, Mauricio. Keep the, the shame rolling yeah. that I tried to subscribe to Harry's OnlyFans, but it's really overpriced. I am. His sex tape is like $65. Oh, no. And then all of his nudes are like $9.99 a piece. Who wants to see a big old dick? I agree with you. I like, I don't ever need a dick pic in my whole, like the fact that those are solicited and sent. Nobody wants that. I haven't ever wanted to make eye contact with a dick. The one-eyed snake. At (laughs) any point in my life. Never. Never. Like, Even oh, you have a beautiful penis. No, it's never, it's never occurred to me to be like, let me just see it. And you know what's interesting? There are people, probably people that roam this office that would say like, if you're like not that into genitalia, like that maybe you have some deep rooted like trauma or like you have to like work on like your relationship with like your sexuality. That your is dad. The, yeah, exactly. Like that is the biggest crock of shit of all time. Let's talk aesthetics here. Okay. Vaginas and penises, like they have a purpose. I pushed a human out of mine mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Like I get it. They bring life. They bring pleasure. They're not gorgeous parts of the body. No, I totally agree with you. And especially with dicks, when people are like, I don't want a dick pick. I would also never want a picture of a vagina ever. Ever. If I, if I send a nude, it is tits only. Yeah, it is like like I would. I mean, not I'm not sending any nudes anytime soon. Right. (laughs) Pregnant body. Same. But like I would also never. So I'm not I'm not being sexist by saying I hate to look at dicks. I don't want to look at a vagina either. No, I don't want to look at either of the things. If I was going to take like a nude photo, which I have done a couple times. Yeah. Just like kept them in the arsenal just mm-hmm, in case mm-hmm. for like a, you know, a rogue Tuesday. Yeah, a rainy day. But like first, this is what I would do. This is what I have done. I would take, you know, my hand and I would cover my nipples. 100%. And then I would hoist. You have to hoist. Yeah. Then I would pivot three quarters. Then I would pop a leg and then I would like cover, use the the side of the ass and the thigh to like cover my vagina yeah, area. Yeah. And then just give side ass and yeah. then like maybe put like a hand over the the fupa area so who do you who's taking it because both hands are occupied in the current <laughs> well, no, position oh, I, that's a good point <laughs> i would go like this oh you would do a mirror you would do it in the mirror in the mirror mm, okay then i'm like working on my angles arching my back do you leave your back. face in it i have okay yeah. i would always cut my face out I but would, i'm not showing any actual part yeah no i wouldn't either and, and i'd be stoked if they got leaked yeah i can't think of a nude that i've taken i mean most of my nudes were like pre well pre-pregnancy for sure and like pre-first marriage and I looked 
great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I stumble upon a photo of myself, it's like just it's it's really I mean, I know every woman says it, whatever. But when I look at like what my body looked like when I was 19, 20, 21, oh. I was like, why, why did we take more nudes? I should have been the biggest whore. I know. Why was I not like just naked? I kind of was. So I can't really <laughs> agree to the sentiment. I was, but. <laughs> I was Mormon. So I was covered. I was chased. And I look back, I, my friend just sent me a video of us like from Disneyland and I'm in like these little tiny shorts and I'm like, why was I even wearing pants? I, I should have been completely naked all the time. I think about that with my tits because like they, there was a moment in time right when I first got big tits that they were like, you know, gravity hadn't taken its yeah. toll. Are your tits real? They're real, unfortunately. They're, how are they? Well, keep going with, keep going. I'm sure you're going to answer my cue. They're not doing great. They're, really? Oh, no, no, no. People are bamboozled because I wear a very supportive mm-hmm. bra. There is underwire. These are, I mean, we are. You're, you're up there. We're okay. up there. But like braless, you don't even understand. Is this with breastfeeding or age? I didn't breastfeed. I'm a formula gal, but um, no, it's just been forever. Pre-pregnancy. Just, they just lost. They just lost their luster. They lost their life. <laughs> They're like lifeless carcasses. They keep me humble. So that's good. But they yeah. will be fake soon. Okay. So I'm from Utah, which is literally plastic surgery capital. I mean, maybe besides LA. Interesting. But plastic surgery runs rampant in Utah. And people always How ask me. How do Mormons feel about plastic surgery? They're getting, there's no... No rules, no rules. It's tons of plastic surgery. So people are always asking me, they're like, how do you feel about it? Do you feel like women should just love them? I'm like, well, yeah, obviously I think people should like themselves. Sure. But if like, if it's like, hey, if my tits are done, I would feel better Then you should get your tits done. Yeah. I'll never be the person that's like, no, just don't do I'm. It's like, what? Why? Yeah. A lot of these women, it's like, if I was on a desert island, I would still want fake tits. And it's like, then you should do it. Yeah. If your husband is telling you he's going to leave you if you don't get them, that's uh, weird. That's disgusting. That's, that's when there's an issue. But if it's like you just want I have every intention on having fake tits at some point in my life. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. And yeah. I keep putting it off because I am just like a little bit of a pussy and I don't really want to like do the surgery per se. But I've definitely had a different relationship. I've always like really loved myself, which is like not cool to say, but it's the truth. Yeah. So it is what it is. But after having a baby, like the body is different. Mm-hmm. And it's like the first time in my life where I'm like kind of self-conscious about certain parts of my mm. body, which is like something that I'm, you know, just it's experiencing. New. I just in regards to loving yourself, because I really like being pregnant. I really do like it. And I, I actually too. think that I am so much sexier now. Yeah. Because I entered my pregnancy with a big heaping spoonful of delusion. Yeah. And I told myself from the day I tested positive, I said, I will be a hot pregnant girl. And every day I I wake up and I just, and I look at my boyfriend and I say, can you, can you believe how gorgeous I am? I love that. Can you believe? And I have a deep guilt. I think it might be the first time I've ever said it on the podcast because I have a deep guilt about loving pregnancy and literally thinking I am the most gorgeous, glowing golden vessel that has ever existed. Let me tell you something very, very real. First of all, I fucking love that so much. Secondly, anyone that's listening to that right now and has any other response other than fuck yeah, if that hurts you or if that like milfs you, what is it? Miffs. Miffs. (laughs) Freudian slip. Freudian slip. If that miffs you. Yeah 
That is something that has nothing to do with your loving host and everything to do with you having some type of unresolved insecurity thing because we should embolden that type of energy. Well, isn't it weird that it's like, I feel like there's this gap between like when women are like, like we've come a long way, whatever, Korean women, stay at home. We're like loving that ceiling, girly. Yeah, we're like empowering everybody. But then when it comes to being pregnant, it's like, but you can't actually like this. No, you can't actually feel good doing it. like, no, I I've never wanted to be naked more often. Yeah. Like, and I just, and I gawk at myself when I, when I'm in the like, mirror and I'm just that like, sexy motherfucker. No, literally. But yeah. I remember thinking this cause you posted, I think it might've been your last post before you gave birth. Mm-hmm. You said, I just want everyone to know that I'm carrying beautifully. <laughs> that was so me. I would look at my husband and I was like, could you die no, literally like when people are like i don't want to have sex i'm like i want to do the kinkiest nastiest right and i want it to be filmed and right. leaked oh totally a hundred percent i'm like these lips these hips these thighs to die for yeah. delicious and i'm giving you your child uh, in carrying the of it? a fucking human yeah. like inside there, of me there's nothing sexier I find it very sexy. So, yeah, I agree. But I haven't said it because there is this whole thing about I feel bad. I feel this guilt that I like it. We're going to work on that. Well, and I'm like, why? Like, this should be the the goal, isn't it? It's like we cheer women on when they can do it all and when they can, like, have a career and stay at home and do all of these things. But then when they like pregnancy. Yeah. Anyway, I obviously am having some issues with it because it's my current state and I feel bad and people are like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, Oh, it's hard. And I'm Isn't like, that oh. so annoying when you feel like you have to make caveats or you have to like downplay an experience that's just going well for you to make other people more comfortable. Yes. That is kind of how I would probably summarize being a woman it in is. a lot of ways. And we have to stop doing it. I want yeah. to prepare you for something. Okay. After you give birth. Okay. This has happened to me a lot in the past few months and it, enrages me in a way I can't properly express. Everyone will ask you if you're going to continue to work or do your podcast like it's a motherfucking hobby. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make this statement that, you know, just surface level seems very, very obnoxious and braggadocious, but I'm going to cloak it under the umbrella of feminism. Absolutely. So that I can say the following. Okay. I make more money than 99.9% of every man I've ever fucking met. Yes. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I paid for my house. This is not a fucking hobby. Okay. This is a real job. Yes. So after I gave birth, every single fucking person, I wouldn't say every single person, 75% of family, family, friends. Are you going to still podcast now that you have the baby? I'm like, what? Do, how do I break this down for you? Okay. Like, like, how do I explain? Like, I'm a very equal partner in the financial institution of my relationship. So, yes, yes I am going to continue to podcast. Otherwise, I'm going to be on food stamps. Yeah. These bags <laughs> don't pay for themselves. Okay. I've got a slight shopping addiction. Yeah. So yes, I am going to continue to fucking podcast as my own boss. Like who, yeah. nobody asks the man. Oh, no. It would never come up. Even the thought of somebody going up to my boyfriend and saying, so will you still work after the baby? It's, it's like, like a joke. No, it's like, how long are you going on? Because we need you back at work. Right. Like that's like that's how much time attitude. are you taking off? Yes. Yeah. Like, are you going to like and everybody? I mean, it does blow my mind. And people would ask me that when I was single after my divorce yeah and it was like well was it scary like 
financially like to be on your own. And I was like, you mean being the breadwinner of my right. former relationship? Yeah. Where I was the only person earning? No, it wasn't scary to no. have all my money to myself. And you can't even say that because then no. it's like, you know, emasculating or braggy or whatever it is. Yeah. And I'm like, no. And once I started earning money from the podcast and I mean, this is this is a topic I talk about till the end of time. But in my former marriage yeah, and not even just with my ex-husband, it was like just people in my life. I was like, why are people acting like my money is extra? My money is the only money coming in. Yeah. And people would say, oh, that's so nice that he took you to this dinner. He took you here. And I think I'm like literally now trying to come out of that where I'm like, oh, this is like my career. It's real. It's I a real a thing, salary. guys. Like, yeah. I, it's happening. It's yeah. happening now. Do a couple Google searches, okay? Yeah. Like, figure it the fuck out. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah, so anyway, but well, and just podcasting in general with a kid, I'm like, why would I give this up? Oh my God, that's what, that's this the really is, craziness of it. Like, are you kidding You me? need an outlet more than ever after you have a fucking kid. I can't wait to chuck that fucker to his nanny and talk shit behind a mic for an hour. Literally. It's a fucking do you rec- dream. Do you normally, do you record at home? Yes. I guess Andrew has all the, I mean, he's, you guys, do you have a studio at home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a studio in our house and then Andrew's studio is actually not at the house. He has oh, a he has studio in Malibu. Oh, gotcha. Like he, an external. Wait, so does he drive, how far is that drive from, not like, to be boring, but. No, it's like 10 minutes. From the valley to Malibu? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm, I need to look at a map. You really do. <laughs> I should. You I don't like, know your way around the like, San Fernando Valley. He's driving two and a half hours. No, <laughs> no. He doesn't even have to get on the freeway to get to Malibu. Oh, he just pops on over. He just pops How on over. How far are we from Malibu at this moment? About an hour. About an hour. Okay. With traffic. Prob- or yeah, without traffic. Without traffic. Yeah. He's in Malibu Canyon. Where, like I live right there. Okay. So. so does he, is it like a solo? Sorry, this is probably really boring for people, but I'm curious. Is it like a solo studio that he has or does he work with people in the studio? It's him and his partner. Oh, so gotcha. they have, okay. it's kind of like a house basically. Gotcha. That's converted. Do into- you like, do you like recording from home? Love. You love it. I love it. That's like that's my that's my goal for like when she gets here. Yeah. When this bitch shows up. Yes. To have the home studio set up. It's just like so easy to do because I like to podcast first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. which is like kind of psychotic. That is insane. Yeah. To me. Like five a.m. Really. This week's episode that I just put out, I recorded at five a.m. Really. I started at four forty-eight a.m. Wow. Mm-hmm. What was your episode called? I just saw it. Jackie, what is it? What is it? Um, no, it's it's come on. something. It's something <laughs> vile. Is it? I don't know. Let me see. Oh my god, what is it? I just I just wrote you it. Just named it. Oh no, it's not. It's not. It's not what anything. Is it? It's errors tour. Okay, no, we're fine. That's yeah. Fine. Did you go to BravoCon? I just saw the description. I'm not a BravoCon person. You're not. I don't think so. That's okay. That's totally fine. I this is the first year that I was like, maybe I should have gone. That yeah. would have been like kind of fun, but I don't want to like put the garland on and be like, Dorit, take yeah. a picture with me. <laughs> I can't. I don't think I do. you watch Housewives of Salt Lake? Oh yeah. Do you? Oh yeah. Do you like it? Oh yeah. Is it your favorite? No, not this season, <laughs> but it's, it is something. Who do you love? Mary Cosby. Mary Cosby mm-hmm. is one of the, 
great enigmas of reality TV. I have never had anyone grace my television screen that makes me more uncomfortable than Mary Cosby. Ever, ever. Like ever. There's no, no one exists. I can't even believe being from, sorry, I keep being like, I'm from Utah. My whole audience knows. I don't know why I keep saying it. I can't even believe somebody like that exists in Utah. I can't believe someone like that exists like Period. In, in the universe, <laughs> like on this planet. Mars, maybe. Saturn, sure. Earth, I don't think can't so. Can't even believe it. I can't metabolize her. I'm so scared of her. <laughs> I know, I'm so scared. Like in I'm the so realest, non sticky way, I am so terrified of that woman and yeah. I am obsessed with her. I'm transfixed by her. I have no idea what she's talking about, what she's doing. Ever. The house, the home decor. I can't. Like, I don't like I think about it a lot. Do you? The chairs. Yeah, the chairs. The kitchen. <laughs> the green carpet. Why are you in a runway Chanel outfit in a $12,000 like shopping cart Chanel bag? I need to see where. Do you know where she what city she lives in? Couldn't. No, okay, I don't know. Me, Utah. I, I've got I've got to look this up because it's got to. OK, the fact that she has not redone her fireplace mantle. OK, but has fingerless Coco Chanel gloves from the runway collection that cost eight thousand dollars. And we can't pop a marble slab on your fucking fireplace. OK, it says she lives in Salt Lake. I would assume she would have lived in a different city, but I need clarity. Why do you have a crocodile Birkin bag that costs $280,000, but we can't get rid of the green carpet in your living room? Somebody, please. Yeah. This is why I drink. Yeah. Mary <laughs> Cosby is why I we drink. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. I wish that like I had some explanation like, oh, people from Utah are like, she is beyond anything that I've ever witnessed in real life. I've ever because all the other women on Salt Lake, like I feel like I'm like, this makes sense. I've seen women like this around. Okay. I've seen friends, moms that are like this. I've seen ladies in my ward that are like I've seen women that are like this. Mary Cosme. No, never. That's yeah, never. It's unbelievable. But other the other women on there, who else do you like on there? I mean, Lisa Barlow is a star. Like, yeah. I, we wouldn't hang out, but she is a star. Yeah, you're loving her. Like, I love her. Monica, it's not for me. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I'm sorry. Like, first of all, when she's like, I had to go to Louis Vuitton and buy a purse because I felt like I wasn't going to fit in. And everyone's like, and Lisa <laughs> so Barlow's like, like, oh. You sound like Alexis Nyers when you say that. <laughs> and so do my little brown baby shoes. I was just like, this is like... I don't feel sorry for you. You're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Why do you, did you like rent a Range Rover for the for the filming? Like yeah. what's going on? You can't play both sides of the fence. You know mm. what I mean? What's your Jen Shaw take? Jen Shaw's great television mm -hmm. in terms of like her legal issues. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, did you like her before? Where does the Jen Shaw arrest rank on your housewife moments? I mean, her like dodging from the sprinter van was pretty yeah. fantastic. <laughs> and just like her behavior when they went to San Diego, which was like, I mean, talk about those trips from Salt Lake City. They're the worst trips in the whole franchise. The Airbnb in Arizona. No, they <laughs> made are. me want to kill myself. <laughs> like watching, yeah, watching them vacay in Arizona made me very upset. Yes. Yeah. You know? I was talking to, who was I talking to about this? Oh, Kate Kennedy, who does Be There in Five. Oh, yeah. She was like, I do feel like Real Housewives did make people believe that Salt Lake has some glam. And I was like, and for that, I'm grateful. I mean, <laughs> kind of. Just saying that we have a Housewives franchise 
kind I mean, of. You, you don't know what we're working but with, they've, Jackie. They've in Utah. done you dirty. So, have I tempted you to come visit yet? Yeah, I'm packing my bags. <laughs> I've got a Southwest credit. Fly direct out of Burbank and roll Perfect. through. We don't sell alcohol on Sundays. And <laughs> I know that. I have been to Deer Valley. Oh, you have. I have. Why? Skiing. Mm. I didn't Did ski you? though. <laughs> All my friends were like hitting the slopes at nine. I'm like. I'm going to pass. Yeah. And then try to go to the liquor store and it wasn't open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's what we deal with. So bummer. Send your thoughts and prayers. Mm. All right. Well, I did have a list of things to talk about and it really got away from me. Can you give them to me for my podcast? (laughs) Yes. Cool. Done. Yes. Top of the list is organized group wedding dances. Got it. (laughs) I'm stealing that from you. Second one Uh is service people who jokingly tell you no. And then let it sit. I asked the guy on the, the flight attendant, can I have some headphones? No. And But he let it linger. That's just not funny. No, it's bad comedic timing. No, it's not funny. You're making it awkward. Yeah, it's bad. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up here. We'll, we'll have to do part one and part two of Jackie. Okay, listen to the Bitch Bible. Is it Tuesdays? Mm-hmm. Tuesdays. Uh, listen to the Bitch Bible. Follow Jackie at Jackie Schimmel. Bullier, please. Start Reddit threads about her. Please. And thanks for coming on. Of course, I'll anytime. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can catch a new episode of The Bad Broadcast every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Also, I want to hear from you. So please leave a rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast for all the behind the scenes action and more information. Talk to you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.